Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with uh, I am Mark Cohen, and she is Marsha Collier. We're here to bring you the latest news and reviews on everything tech-related. If you're a beginner or an expert, we're here for you, and uh, thank you for joining us. Hi, Marsha. How are you? How you doing, Mark? It's been a pretty big week with the Apple announcements, Yeah, huh? lots of stuff going on with Apple this week. Have um, you been hearing any of the reviews? You know, I haven't seen reviews yet. I mean, my my first immediate reaction, which is the you know the big announcement, of course, is their Vision Pro headset, and that's got to be very close to the most expensive product that Apple sells. I think they have a monitor that sells for oh, could be seven thousand dollars. I could be also making that up, but I think it was around then. But thirty five hundred bucks for well, an AR headset. Well, it's very interesting. I was hearing. You know, on the radio, uh, I listen to tech tech people who talk about tech. Right. And you can definitely tell who are the Apple fanboys because to them it's the be-all and end-all. And it is absolutely spectacular in my opinion. I did a lot of research on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I heard this, who's technically an Apple expert, is it VR or AR? It's both. And yeah, people are not like 100% sure not. what it actually is. It's, it's AR. Because AR means that you can see your surroundings as well as what's on the screen. Mm -hmm. VR is virtual reality, and that means everything you see is in a different place, so that you are in a different place. People can't see your eyes, but there's a little projection of eyes on the front, which is a little strange. Um. I think it's great, and for those who haven't learned about that, you can use it, Mark, to put up screens like we used to see in Star Trek and move right. them away in the air and the whole... Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But I, I just don't see your average household having this version. You know, maybe in the future when it's cheaper, when there's more... Maybe. I don't know. But... What it does to me, it's another brand of isolation where you're reacting to your headset. You can't really participate with other people. And in the video that Apple showed during WWDC, they uh, had a father sitting with his two children. And dad tapped to take a video of his children. Mm -hmm. Now, a decade ago... People were called glass holes for doing that. Now yeah. it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's lovely. But when you're taking a video of someone like with your phone, at least when you pick up the phone, people can see you're taking a video of them. Right. Uh, when you talk to someone and you're on your phone, if you look up when they talk to you, you can see that you're paying attention to them. When you have the headset on, none of that's really going to happen. There's no real interaction, and I'll argue it with anybody because I've worn both AR and VR headsets. Mm -hmm. And yes, you can see the room around you, but interacting with other people is a whole other story. And we're reading all these articles of young people who, during the pandemic, lost their social skills because there was nobody to talk to. Right. 
and now the thinking is going into this direction. And before we talk about more about about what they unveiled, I think it's hysterical. Mark Zuckerberg uh, commented. Now, as you know, he's the CEO of Meta, which is Facebook. And, you know, for those of you who didn't know, they came out with their own headset. Right. And theirs is a virtual reality headset where you can go into another world and be somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's called the Quest 3 is the upcoming one. Probably $499. And you can compare that to the Visions Pro, $3,499. You know, I was looking up uh, different prices of headsets. And, you know, you can get a virtual reality headset, as you say. Right now, you've got the uh, a multitude of different kinds. There's the MetaQuest 2, which is 299 at Target. Uh, there's a PlayStation VR 2, which is 599 So, you know, this is way way more expensive than the other ones. I mean, it does, you know, when you turn on, when you put this thing on, you can get things, you know, got a homepage where you can look at your mail, listen to music, do messages, Safari. You don't need uh, controllers or, you know, any kind of uh, hardware for it, but still $3,500. How many people are going to buy that thing? I well, wouldn't spend $3,500 on a headset. Neither, well, you know, there's a lot of people who have FU money, then they just well, yeah. throw it around. Yeah, I mean, and the way Apple has always worked is they've always been outrageously more the expensive, you know, computers versus PCs. I mean, we know that a high-end Apple computer can be probably close to $3,000, where a high-end laptop for a, a PC is 1500 as an expense. And unless you're processing videos or, you know, doing music or, you know, doing professional applications, right. you don't need super powerful. No, I mean, it's interesting. It comes with Apple's M2 uh, chipset. It's got a new uh, chipset alongside paired with R1. And I don't know. I mean, I would certainly like to test it. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to see. Well, frankly, I I think it's very cool. I tried an AR headset when I went to General Motors to test out new cars. And, oh, no, they put the headset on you. Right. And it was kind of weird. You'd reach out to touch the steering wheel, but there was nothing there. Right. Yeah. Um, really? I prefer AR. I get very motion sick Me too. with VR. And this is a, a problem, which is why the AR headset is not VR, despite what I heard on the radio this morning. Um, it is AR completely. Because when you see the environment you're in, you mm-hmm. have less of an op- less of an opportunity. That doesn't mean no opportunity, but to get motion sickness, and, and yeah. it is real motion yeah. sickness. It's definitely real. I have it myself. Uh, it's got 23 million pixels, uh, more it's pixels amazing. than a 4K television per eye. Disney Plus is going to be part of the uh, the launch, and we'll see who you know what 12 people actually buy this thing. Well, you know, if you look back to Google uh, Glass, which, again, that was really groundbreaking, and I don't think Mm -hmm. it got the credit that it needed. I mean, that was $1,500 close to a decade ago, probably eight years ago. Yeah, I remember you got it. I got it. And it was AR. You could see the world around you, and you had a little tiny prism that had a screen in it. Very cool. You could tap it to take a picture, the whole thing. Um, I just frankly never saw the need for it in everyday life. Right. 
Um, and I if, think it's the same with this. Exactly. I mean, and I hate to say it, you know, you hear all the the young, younger generations, you know, they're all broke. They don't have any money. And spending money on this, I don't think is a win-win unless they're buying it to be really, 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 really cool. And you know, how cool I'm is looking, it to go into debt? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's got Disney Plus. So, I, you know, other than the ability to go someplace, not in front of your TV and watch Disney Plus, I'm just as happy to watch it on my 70-inch TV. Well, yeah, to, you know, to, rather you can than spend less than $1,000 to get a huge television. Oh, yeah. Huge Absolutely. television. Absolutely, yeah, I can't. You know, where do I want to go to the airport and take it with me so I can watch uh, whatever, whatever, Disney Plus or whatever on a headset? I just, I, I'm sorry. I just don't see it. And we'll find out, you know. And, you know, and Apple I can, always is creative. They are creative, but, you know, Google's creative and people are saying, well, they've fallen behind. I think they figured out what works and doesn't work. And the Google Glass then was transformed into an industrial product. Right. Where when people were working on airplane engines, they could see where everything was supposed to be and they'd be able to see where the errors were and help them fix and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for business purposes and industrial purposes, maybe that's great. Uh, maybe presenting on a Zoom call if you feel the need to stand up and have a big screen. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I, I don't know. Um, I think it's a great technology. I think it's a step to something better. But, you know, I'm we'll not, I wouldn't be running out, even if I was, an, no matter who made it, for that price, I wouldn't be running out to get it. No, I agree. Uh, they also announced the new uh, Watch OS ten for Apple, for your Apple Watch. Uh, you can use the digital crown to reveal widgets like weathers and calendars. Can't you do that now? Uh, you, you know, I mean, it's fine. I, I, I use so little, frankly, on my Apple Watch. Yeah. I mostly use it as a means to track racquetball or, you know, treadmill or whatever else I do. Uh, you'll like this, though, Marcia. It uh, has two new watch faces, Snoopy and Woodstock. That's cute. So you do get that. Uh, you also can access new active features, cycling, hiking, you know, a number of things like that. So that that was one of their announcements. Um, yeah. This was kind of interesting. FaceTime is coming to Apple TV which has not been on there before. So you can use your camera on the iPad or iPhone, view people you're talking to on your TV, uh, which I think you could, all, you know, it's kind of interesting. I, I'm fairly sure, and I haven't tried this, that you can do that. You know, you can link to your TV. You can link your um, your Apple device to your TV and screen share and just look at the, you know, what you have on your screen. And I think you could probably just get a FaceTime call that way, but maybe it's a little clearer or crisper. But that's something you could do. You can mirror your TV. Um, oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. Okay. I mean, my iPad is big enough. But I guess if you're, you know, if you've got family in Japan, let's say, and you have friends over and you want everybody to watch your big screen TV, okay, not bad. Um, let's see what else they had. They had uh, iPod software updates, Mac OS Sonoma for Mac, so another, you know, new operating system. Uh, and then iOS uh, 17 for the iPad, which is supposed to have a lot of uh, additional upgrades on that. So they had enough, you know, n- number of things. Um, you want the standby mode, which lets your iPhone work like a bedside clock. Do I care? Don't think so. Yeah, no, no. Uh, it's just kind of like the uh, Google, or what is it? Yeah, the new Google tablet that's coming out. Mm-hmm. 
that you have to dock in a, what's it called, a speaker dock. And if you have a tablet, don't you use that for walking around? Yeah, generally speaking. Uh, you don't want to plant it somewhere for a speaker dock? I mean, this is just me. Um, And the Pixel tablet it really isn't a uh, smart device. You know, it's, it's a tablet. It's not a smart speaker. It's not a smart... It's just a smart all, – all mine does, hell, is look at pictures and see my appointments for the next day, and it's a clock. <laughs> that's all yeah, I exactly. can. Yeah, I you mean – and it's $99. So well, right. that's, what else do I need? Yeah, I, I want a that. tablet that I can move, and I did – if you remember, I had the HP tablet way right. back in the day, mm-hmm. and that charged on its stand. Interestingly, wireless charging. And that was, what, almost 15 years ago. Or, right. What? And they were using wireless charging. So it's all going to be interesting, I think. Uh, I, I don't know where I'll be using it. Uh, Apple, I just, I, I don't get it. I think there are much more important things that the world needs right now, and this isn't one of them. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, usually it's interesting. When I do an upgrade for the iOS system, I'm usually like, okay, I've done it, and I don't really know what I added to it. You know, a little thing here and there. The new one, the 17s, got a couple of interesting features to it. Um, users can bump their two iPhones or Apple Watches together, which allows them to share contacts, music, Internet, other things. It's called Name Drop. Uh, f- live photos can be made into an animated sticker. That's kind of a cute idea. Um, so we'll see. But that's going to be coming out uh, relatively soon, I think. Yeah, the and- new Google up- Android update came with. Near, a new version of Nearby Share, which is basically AirDrop, where you can do all the same things. Right. So, you know, I don't see anything spectacularly special no. about any of what's coming out now. I'm just seeing very expensive stuff. Well, yeah, as I said, you know, the, the, I thought their uh, monitor was the most expensive, but apparently they just announced their new Mac Pro with an M2 Ultra replacing the Intel chip, and that's $7,000. Now I gotta imagine that's a business, you know, computer. The average person I don't think spending seven thousand dollars on their home computer, uh, but that's going to be seven grand. So that's a, that's a lot of coin. That really is. Yeah, you're <laughs> not kidding. That's a lot of coin, and I think it can go to better places with the cost of eggs being six dollars a carton. <laughs> I don't know. Is that I? I you know, I. I Food prices elude me because I don't do any of the shopping. You don't in our house. do the shopping in your house, but it, yeah. it is. Is crazy. that expensive or cheap? I assume that's, that's expensive. Like eggs used to be like three dollars a carton. Okay, yeah, I have so, no concept of what they should actually cost. Now you came up with so, a story that that I was really curious about because I like to use Google's Translate. It's a thing for me, and PC Magazine did a comparison between Chat GPT. And Google Translate, which one was the best in translating? What'd they come up with? Well, let's see. Um, I, I wonder if I have the same story you do, because I've got one that's talking about uh, uh, eBay chat, GPT. Am I looking at the wrong story? You're looking at the wrong story. Okay, then it you was go ahead one and go of, with it. It was one I... of the ones that you sent me, because um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I, I am just sent looking... it back to you. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, Chat GPT, right, versus Google Translate. 
Yeah, so, and of course you've read that before, so you know what's going on. Of course. <laughs> I read all my stories. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, they tested different languages in this, uh, which were Polish, French, uh, Korean, Spanish, Arabic, Tagalog, and Arharmic, I guess. Um, Tagalog, that's the yeah Philippine yeah. language. Isn't that a Girl Scout cookie? Yeah, Tagalog is a Girl Scout cookie. Tagalog, yeah. it, it's pronounced differently. I don't pronounce it right, and that definitely wasn't it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, it has translation services, Google Translate, Google Bard, ChatGPT, uh, Microsoft Bing. Um, it allows you to create paragraphs, of course, which all of these things do, but it gives you a paragraph. Well, well get off my screen. Thank you. Uh, gives you a paragraph. uh that you can do paragraph one, paragraph two. How do I buy tickets to a boat party? Do we need to pay in advance or can we buy them? You know, so it creates these different languages. Uh, in terms of ranking, uh, the translation rankings, number one in, <laughs> in Polish, number one is ChatGPT. Uh, Google Translate in Poland was three, was ranked number three. Uh, let's see. So you got any languages? French. ChatGPT was number two. Microsoft Bing was number one. Uh, Interesting. And Google Translate was four. So most of these ratings that I'm seeing from different countries are ChatGPT is the best, followed by Microsoft Bing, followed by Google Translate. So, you know, I guess that's okay. I don't. If you know, in, the, if, you know the thing is, as one who has used a Translate app, okay, when when you need it, you're kind of flummoxed about the whole thing. And right. you're trying to point to your phone and tell the person who doesn't speak English, hold on, I'm going to use my phone and it's going to well, translate. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I say the best one is the quickest one to get to. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. And the one that's going to read it back. Well, just you know. so you know, if you're a Tagalog or whatever, uh, Google Translate was at the top of that list. Also, Ethiopia. So those two countries had the best, uh, Google uh, had the best response there. But the other ones, which, you know, not that there's anything wrong with those countries, they aren't the, the main, you know, France or, or whatever else that it's you might end up going. It's interesting they listed Korea. They didn't do China or Russian, which I no, think right. would be the real test yeah, of exactly. something like, I think pretty much any PUT software can change. Translate now, to Spanish or French. I mean, well, that's, right. that's and Spanish uh, was number uh, Google Bard was the number one in uh, Spanish, which is a you know a, a lot of people, especially <laughs> here in California, a lot of people speak Spanish. Yeah, I uh, used a lot of Microsoft Bing when I traveled, right? Uh, but this article doesn't relate to the, any of the languages that I needed. But again, I think the best one is the one you're more used to. And the one you can get to the quickest. Right. And you don't have to hold up the phone for the other person to read it on your phone. You know, that it says it back to you. Well, right. Exactly. And and I think that's... And practice with it before you go to the country. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a very good idea. Uh, you, you know, you do think that when you go, you talk into... I mean, and it's gotten way easier, obviously, to be able to just talk into your phone and say, please say, where's the nearest toilet? You know, that's an important thing. Or well, where's you know, the American embassy? I did find a fascinating thing, though, when I was in China, where, of course, you can't read anything. Right. Uh, Google has an app called Google Lens. And if you attach that to the translate, uh, you know, ahead of time, mm -hmm. 
uh, you could hold your camera up and it would read the name of the road to you or the name of the hotel or the right. name of the restaurant because you have no – okay, I'm supposed to go to a burp, 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 yep. restaurant yep. and nope, nope, nope. Yeah, that's interesting. So, so yeah. Yeah. All right. Just so, practice uh, with it. <laughs> so there's this big Canadian fire going on, and the smoke from the Canadian fire is permeating New York City. And they had all these uh, videos of New York where you could barely see the city with all the smoke and the pollution that was going on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about the people in California, you know, because New York is running around with their heads on fire. Right. But we've kind of experienced this many times. Oh, forever. <laughs> this we talk to someone from California who can give you advice. Yeah. Um the mayor of New York was just beyond clueless about the whole thing. Right. I mean, and he addressed the people. Um what did you do at your house when there was a fire? Uh, um, and you had smoke. And well, you live right up by where the fires yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, we've had, sadly, we had plenty of fires up in my area. We're in a fire area. And uh, I have an air purifier in the house. You have so, a main one for the whole house. Uh, well, we have one that's built into our air conditioning system that uh, was actually given to us when the wonderful, uh, oh gosh, who was it? Uh, Pacific Gas and Electric, when they had the big uh, pollution thing up in our area. And I can't remember, I think it was PC&G. And they came around and they installed for free to all the people that were in the neighborhoods and affected by this in-house, you know, expensive $2,300, $2,500 air purifiers. Then they gave us standalone air purifiers. So, you know, we'll turn those on from time to time. Mostly we just stay indoors if there's a lot of smoke and whatever. But uh, air quality is a big issue. And well, in New York, their big answer was everybody should stay indoors. Right. Um, and there are different kinds of air filters. I, I want to say that I did write an article during the fires, um, and I reviewed several mm -hmm. uh, air purifiers to help you stay healthy during these right. things. And that was during the COVID pandemic and everything else. Mm -hmm. And for those on the East Coast and in Canada, we have, many of us have air purifiers in every room. Every major right. room that we hang out in. Yep. We have a couple of Dyson HEPA filters. Now, HEPA filters have to be changed regularly. Right. And be sure you read about that before you buy one. Um, on my web on the website, and you can search this, uh, Marsha Collier's Blogspot. It's actually mcollier.blogspot.com. And it's just search air quality on the post and it explains how it all works and there's even websites where you can go to for example purpleair.com mm -hmm. you click view map on the home page and then you can see the sensors that are publicly available and you can see exactly where the bad air is right there are also ionic air purifiers and that's the one we have in the bedroom is mm -hmm. basically I ionic and you don't have to change a filter with it. You just uh, ours is an air dog, and you just wash it out every few months. Right. You take the parts apart. You wash it out, and it's the Air Dog H X five, and we've been using it for ages, and we love it. Uh, the Dysons are HEPA filters. Yep. 
But the most important thing I think you need to do, and I think if you're going to invest in anything, you need to get an air purifier in this smoke. And for those who can't afford, because sometimes they're pretty pricey. Oh, they can be expensive. Go out and buy your standard box fan. The stand is like 20 by 20, the electric fans. Mm-hmm. And buy an air conditioner filter of a similar size to the fan. And just use some duct tape and duct tape the filter to the square box fan on the sucking inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that will give you like an, a HEPA filter for under 40 bucks. There you go. Uh, and you can also check. There's a million apps. If you want to check your uh, what your air is like, Rezometer. Uh, let's see, you got the Air Now. These are all things you can download on your phone. Well, I think you know, like in New York, they can see what's going on. But one thing you need to do before you buy an air purifier, because California, I have to admit, we are kind of the Earth environment leaders. Right. The California has the California Air Resources Board. Mm-hmm. So just search for California-approved air purifiers. And you'll come to the California Air Resources Board where you can just type in the name of the one you're thinking of getting, and it will tell you if it's safe. Because some of the ionic ones, you know, put on put out too much of right. the, the ionic air, and that's not healthy. So they examine all of the air cleaners for sale. And if it's on this list, it's safe to buy. But yeah, again- exactly. Box fan and air, cl- air air conditioner filters are really a good solution. There you go. And by the way, you can get uh, air quality data both on Apple Maps and on Google Maps. It's one of the features in those systems. So if you have either of those two, you can find uh, air quality information. So, so Mark, um, do you have any faith yet in self-driving cars? Do you think this is ever going to happen? No. <laughs> I absolutely have no faith whatsoever. I, do, I think, I'm, we're going to see a flying car before we see a self-driving car. Uh, I yeah, I don't. You want to talk about that now, or should we do the buy of the week? Because you just skipped. Oh, that sorry out. about that. Yes, let's no. do the buy of the week, and we will come back when Mark's through giving you his great deal, uh, and let's talk about you. You want to ride in a self-driving car? Yeah, you know that's going to be interesting. All right, so. It is now the time where we search the universe, the planets, and woot, woot, woot. I, I love woot. I love woot. of the week. Okay, so this is a, and we've talked about this before, and it's gotten good reviews. The Microsoft Surface Go 2 tablet. It's a 10 and a half inch LTE tablet. Uh, they claim for business, but you can use it for anything. Uh, it's got Pixel Sense touch display. Especially at this price, you can use it for well, anything. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's got an Intel M3 8100 processor, uh, CPU. 8 gig of RAM, 256 gigabytes of SSD memory, uh, LTE unlocked, Windows 10 Pro. So there you go, Marsha. It doesn't have Windows 11, which you're not a fan of. Um, it comes with, let's see, 4G LTE, as I said, an integrated webcam, one USB-C and a micro SDX slot. And again, it's Windows Pro. Now, this is an, what they call an open box item. So let me read you the description of what open box means. Yeah, and this description Mark's going to give you of an open box item. This applies to things at Best Buy, Costco. Right. Correct. A lot Anywhere. of different places, yeah. So basically it means that the box has been opened due to either a photo sample that they were taking a picture of or a tested working customer return or having some damaged packaging. 
It could have non-essential items, could be missing, uh, which is okay because you're buying a laptop computer, uh, you know, a, a tablet. There's probably nothing missing in there. Uh, and uh, it may have a reduced warranty, so you've got to do this. In this case, the warranty is 30 days. But this thing normally retails for about, I think it's around $700 normal price. And you can get it through Woot today for $358.89. So and that's W-O-O-T dot com. Right, which is now owned by Amazon, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, you do have some recourse. You know, and Woot's a, a, a well-known name and has been around for a long time. And uh, it's available to you now. Again, it is the Microsoft Surface Go-To uh, available on Woot today for just about half price, $358.89, open box, as we just talked about. And that is our buy of the week. Yay. Yay. Okay, okay so, self-driving cars. Do you? Yeah, want, I don't want to be California freeway. I don't want to be on with a self-driving car because, frankly, you know, even the sensors on our cars right now, you know, it tells you when you're near another car. Yeah. Or at least, you know, right. some do. And when I hear that go off, I look. No, I'm not in danger of hitting that car. And it's kind of hyper-cautious, which I think is interesting. But what do you, what do you think? I mean, look, there, there there's just an article, Waymo, which I assume is a uh, self-driving company, RoboTaxi, struck and killed a small dog in San Francisco last month while it was in self-driving mode. A test driver was actually in the driver's seat when it took place, but the car was uh, operating uh, operating autonomously. Uh, The DMV said that one of their Waymo autonomous Jaguar 1 pace cars was traveling up in San Francisco, uh, located close to the Waymo depot, when an off-leash dog ran into the road. Now, I guess that could happen with Mm -hmm. any dog, with any car. Uh, But, you know, they're supposed to sense something, and the car is supposed to stop. So that makes me wonder, you know, why? You know, what well, if it was what was a human? even stupider is they had a specialist in the driver's seat. Right, right. So what was that guy, eating a pizza? I mean, Yeah. I mean, Tesla recalled 360,000 cars in February due to a dangerous full-service driving update. Uh, companies like Ford are focusing on less aggressive self-driving targets, which will aid drivers, but not take over the control of the vehicle. And, you know, I have that now. I mean, and, and sometimes it's kind of a shock because your car, if the car thinks you're getting a little too close, too fast, it like jerks you to a stop. Have you had, the, do you have a car that does that? What? Uh, stops you without you stopping the car? No, I don't. And I wouldn't, it's not something I... I don't love it. You know, you get whiplash when it happens, frankly, and it's a sudden jerking. And I had to turn it off on my car because it happened to me a couple of times, and I wasn't even that close to the car. But the car sensed that, ooh, maybe he's getting into an accident. So, bam, slammed on the brakes. And don't love that. And I don't think I would ever use a self-driving car unless I'm on Utopia at Disneyland. Autopia. And it's on a track. Autopia. Autopia. Autopia, yeah. Utopia, Autopia, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'd be doing that anywhere where I'm going to give a control of a car to a self-driving. You know, n- never say never. That's what Sean Connery said when he made his James Bond film. But no, I don't think so. What about you? Not, n- n- not in my lifetime, so that's yep. cool. And this next story is another thing that I'm not going to do in my lifetime. If anybody remembers about a year ago, there was a viral photo of a design for double-decker airline seats. 
Yeah, I was trying to figure this out. Right. Well, now they've uh, the designer has redone it. It okay. looks a lot better, and it, he's a legit guy. Graduated from the Brunei University, London, in 2021 with a degree in industrial design technology. His his designs have been lauded by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's interesting to sit in, to say the least. Uh, unfortunately, if you're sitting in the lower level, right. now, the lower level has more leg room. Right. So you can stretch your legs out. And the yep. upper level, they're kind of alternated on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And the upper level... You can tilt your seat further back, so it depends on exactly what you're looking for. But anyway, there was a discussion about flatulence. Yes. Now, it, you know, if you spend a lot of time on the plane, you know that you eat that dairy on the on the plane. <laughs> 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 flatulence happens, and the internet really questioned at this point. You know, what about the guy who's getting farted in his face? I don't know. Yeah, you know what? That could happen to, with the person sitting next to you on a regular flight, too. So Yeah, but it's I, not in your face. Well, I guess. I mean, I suppose so. I'm looking at the picture here, and I, and I can't even see the second row of seats in this picture. Uh, so I assume it's, it's like, as you say, it's right on top of the existing, but this maybe this is just a bad picture of it. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because that picture you're looking at is just the article picture. I just sent you something to show you exactly what it oh, looks okay. like. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. anyway, um, they're oh, there called the Chase Lounge, and it is interesting. I'm not going to be buying any seats in it. Yeah. You know, okay, I, now I frankly see would rather yeah, be in a train. I'd rather take a train. Yeah. And uh, But, hey, they keep pushing for it. They're going to cram more people into planes. And by the way, if anybody is planning on traveling this summer, you better buy your tickets as early as you can before your flight because the prices are going just higher and higher and higher. Wow. Unless you're flying a discount airline, and I usually don't because I fly long-haul trips. Uh, It's just not good. Not good at all. The the prices are out of control. Yeah. I'm looking at one of these pictures, which, uh, not for me, the, I guess it was the early iteration of the uh, lounge seat in 22. I mean, it was looks so claustrophobic to me that I would uh, never... It's all, it's all, to me, incredibly claustrophobic. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a good idea. Well, that's an interesting story, though. I mean, look, kudos to people who are always trying to come up with better ideas and better things, you know, to do. Um, but okay. So to, to wind things up, yeah, we're going to the real good app and where they list the top 10 movies streaming mm-hmm. every week. They keep up with it. It's great. I can always go here and see what's hot and what's not. So yeah, Mark, you want to you... take the movies yeah. from we'll May 25th about... to May and... 31st? Wait a minute. Yeah, and that I've seen the, a that's number not of the most recent. Uh, I have Let's to say, I, I did really didn't have any interest in watching it, but then I did because I had nothing to watch, and I watched Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, and you know, it was very entertaining. I was surprised, uh, liked it a lot. Chris Pine, who's a good actor and a number of well-known actors in that, so that was fun. That's number one download. Number two, we've talked about on the show, which is Air, 
uh, story of the Michael Jordan shoe, which was fascinating. Very, very entertaining story. Uh, number three, Shazam. It was cute. You know, got nothing better to do. It was cute. Uh, missing, which was entertaining, about a girl whose mother goes missing in a foreign country. A lot of intrigue, a lot of stuff. So that was entertaining. Uh, Ant-Man, I'm sorry to say, versus Wasp. Uh, Quantum Man, didn't love it, uh, despite the fact that I've liked those movies before. Then you got Spider-Man, Into the Fire. Those are always entertaining movies. Uh, the Mother, I watched. Jennifer Lopez, thought was very entertaining. Have not seen this yet, but I want to. A Man Called Otto, which is Tom Hanks. Uh, then you've got 3,000 Years of Longing, which I have not seen, and Reality, which is a, a new uh, Max show, which is now, HBO is now Max. So that's it for movies. What do you got on TV? Well, FUBAR with yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a new series. It's it's cute. It, it's cute. I mean, it's, there's nothing serious going on there. It's kind of like, okay, Schwarzenegger's James Bond now. Yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah. he's got a daughter. And I'm not going to give away anything at all. Looks cute. I've just seen one episode. It's cute. I will go back to watch it because Lord knows there's nothing on television now. The new series is, have not started yet, and it's right. upsetting. Next, you've got – and I haven't spent a lot of time watching TV this week, so I'll just tell you the order and what they are. Dungeons & Dragons, Honor No, no you them. must be on movies. Oh, Okay, Dungeons got and Dragons it. is the movie. I okay, think. it's from is the yep. next one. Yep, that's I don't know, but it looks horror scary. Film. Looks Haven't scary, seen it, but it's horror. Yeah, Silo. Yeah, uh, Succession, which everybody raves about. Except for who, me, I stopped watching it. But okay, really, you stopped, and I thought yeah. that would have been your thing. What you know, is it about? I, liked it. I thought it was pretty it entertaining for the first season or two. Then I decided, which is how often I find a TV series. I, if I don't like anybody on the show, I don't really want to watch it. What is it about? It's a family uh, a family run business. It's kind of dynasty of the eighties uh, with a family that is a, really a bunch of jackasses. That okay, run a big so it's rich people, white collar business, yeah, that's what it is. owned yeah. by a family. Okay, yep. it, it's not your local deli that's passed down through it generations. It definitely is not. Which, by the way, this is not on the list, but Bear will be coming back for a second season very soon. Okay. I'm very excited about that. Okay. Ted Lasso is number five. Love I it. saw the last one. It was yep. incredible. The yep. song by Sam Ryder brought Great me to show. tears. And Sam Ryder, R-Y-D-E-R, -E you can find him on Twitter or Facebook. An incredible voice. I think he's like the new voice. Oh, it was a great a show. real Just singer. Excellent. And... Next is Jury Duty, which people are loving. I haven't seen it. Nor have the I. Next one is Platonic. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it, but it looks like old hippies. Not sure about that. Okay. And then uh, looking at, you know, when you look at the movie poster, it's not always what it's about. Then the yeah, next right, one exactly. is Barry. Looks yeah, that's like an some... entertaining series with, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Henry Winkler did a great job in that. Is he in prison, or what's the story there? Yeah, I think I haven't seen this season, but yeah, he is. He's a hitman. Okay, okay. Uh, Citadel, which looks like a spy thriller. Yeah, it looks And then lastly, Love and Death. Now, these are streaming series. I'm at a loss. If anybody's seeing anything spectacular, DM me on Twitter, at Marsha Collier. Let me know what you're liking and what you're not liking, because... I really need to find some stuff. I to will watch. tell you that uh, Night Agent, which I just started watching, which a number of friends told me to watch, 
very, very entertaining. It's about a guy who, uh, FBI agent, who sits in a closed room at the bottom of the White House, and when the phone rings, which is almost never, something really bad is going well, on. Well, that's the end of the show, Mark. We've been in the All music right. for a little while. Um Say goodbye, Mark. Hey, goodbye, Mark, and thank you all for joining <laughs> us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen. Thank you for joining us, and see you next You've week. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.